a small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to A Village in Crisis with me, Neil McDermid. I'm joined, as I am every week now, by Chief Ideas Man and power ba- powerhouse behind podcast promotion. It's Lee Phillips. Hello, Lee. How are you? Good afternoon, Neil. I'm fine. Really good. Covered in mosquito okay. bites. But otherwise, uh... are, you, are you still persevering with the no mozzie repellent policy? No, I've been, I went out after you uh, got stuck into me. I went out and mm. I bought some mosquito repellent, but apparently they don't give a fuck. You need neat deep. Um, I need something. Yeah. Need to stay indoors. You need lots of deet mm. in it, don't you? Yeah. Um, listeners, I've chastised Lee for his lack of effort promoting the podcast this week. Um, he obviously took that to heart and went away and thought a little bit about what he could do to contribute more. And he came up with this suggestion that he sent me on WhatsApp. I think we need to edit in some kind of jingle music to break up the main piece. Um, so there's a couple of points I wanted to pick. Yeah, I stand by that. We need it. Like We, said... <laughs> need, we need to edit in. Yeah, a little jingle. And I just like, but, OK, you're going to get stuck into me. But we, what I would like to do, you should do you're you're really good at these sort of things. So when we say we, it's a collective. Right. Um, I'm coming up with the ideas and you're putting them into practice or not. Okay. I mean, I did explain to Lee that I wasn't anti that idea, um, but I responded that it couldn't just be any old shit. And then Lee responded with, what about a small sample from Go West or Can't Stop the Music or something by the village people? Yeah, because obviously... Got, I've got, Obviously, we're, this is a village in crisis, so there's a link yeah. there, right? Well, I've got lots of questions about this. Lee. All right, go on. Why the band Go West, and what song in particular do you want to sample? No, I wanted the song Go West. Ah, okay. Not so, aha, not aha. No, well, Go West, I thought <laughs> Go West sung King of Wishful Thinking, didn't they? And uh, We Close Our Eyes. Do you remember We Close Our Eyes? No, but village we people close our eyes, go west. We never lose again. Imagination never lets us take the blame. Do you remember that? Not that version. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's Can't Stop the Music? That's also another song by the village people. Is it? Yeah. Are you a big village people fan? No, I just Googled songs that... <laughs> Might have worked as a jingle. <laughs> so you've by gone the village for, people. You've gone for what about a small sample from Go West or Can't Stop the Music, full stop, or something by the village people. So you've named two okay, songs I should by have, the village I have, people. I could have said or something else by the village people. Right, one word okay. was missing. Yeah, well, detail is important to you. <laughs> Very important to me. Um, but in in Lee's defence, I did say to him. It can't just be any old shit. And then I, in response to that, I sent him this jingle. Let me just find that. Um, 
little jingle that I made up. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it. Oh, hold on. Let me get my volume up. Could you hear that, Lee? Yep, I heard that. What did you, you didn't like that, did you? But you said it can't be just any old shit. What about I've come up with something that's really good? Hmm. And then you sent that to me through WhatsApp and I said, no, you haven't. Okay. As in come up with something good. And then you responded with this. This is a long silence. Did you not hear that? No. Oh, I wonder why. Oh, I'll try it again. I'll try it again. No. Yeah, I'm going to try it again. No, you're going to have to edit this bit out. You hear that? No. Are you taking a piss? I'm not. Didn't hear it at all. (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what it was because I sung it. Oh, how weird. Well, basically, you did the same jingle back to me, um, but with, was it your wife harmonising? No, it was my daughter. Your daughter. One of them. One of them, yeah. One of the daughters. Mm. Um, anyway, no, it's been... neither of us are very good at singing. No, and me neither. So that's no. that's all of it. But anyway, it's been a busy week and I don't want to dwell too much on the fact that you do fuck all on this podcast other than turn up here once a week on your wife's laptop so shall we move on yeah why not i mean i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna justify or acknowledge that (laughs) bitter spiteful (laughs) i don't do anything i've been coming with stories mainly about me either shitting myself or picking up dog shit um coming up with stories how much, how, how much prep time do you spend coming up with these stories? Oh no, they've happened. So mm. it's just a. Like, I mean, I put myself out there. What What is it I haven't done that you want me to do? Um, promote the podcast. So you you take a little video clip, you put it on our Instagram. Yeah, they they edit themselves. They edit those video clips. And I'm thing is, Neil, I'm not attacking you. What I would like to sit here now and say what you've done in your editing studio at home is amazing. It's brilliant. Like we we wouldn't be where we are without you. Yeah, this obviously. Is yeah. yeah. And okay. um, you know, so you know, more power to you. You're you're setting all these things up. I'm trying to sort of guide you along the right pathway when we're using these mediums, such as YouTube, making the uh, how are you trying how how are you trying to guide me? Oh, uh, I said we need jingles in there because anybody who. <laughs> <laughs> also, I said, like, if you're going to do uh, little clips, they can't be too, too long. So put those clips that were on our Instagram, stick them on YouTube. And also. Neil, Have you even been on our YouTube account? Yes. What, which clips are on there? The ones that you put up last time. Which the one, ones? the one with um, the one with me and you. I'm not even going to bother. What's been going on in your shithole? Uh, right. Well, there's been a development. 
I'm not on Facebook, but my wife uh, sent me a collection of screenshots. And right. I know, was it was it last week we spoke about the the conflicts between the, the islanders? Home, yeah, the home decor place um, selling pizzas and being annoyed. At, and then a woman with a failing cafe being annoyed at you for selling yeah. pizzas yeah. and some similar products to her. I think that's yeah. a... And we did touch on uh, one of the people involved that also sold pizzas. And this was a place called Bleeder, Brigger or Bistro. Uh, and it's a nice restaurant that they've renovated. Um, on, on, last summer we were there. It was a fucking shambles. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, the, the owner, who we will call Grillmaster Gabby, mm-hmm. uh, she won sweden's version of grill master on tv sweden's version of grill master is that sounds like the only version of grill master i've never heard of grill master okay i wasn't sure but okay mm. so she won a tv show called grill master and the title explains it all in a nutshell doesn't mean that you're a restauranter but apparently she's a, gr- a grill master right um this year they've uh worked out some new app systems so you go in there and you you photo the qr code and then you order that way so there's no real service of any description other than mm-hmm. people bringing you what you've ordered yeah so i suppose there is so kind of like COVID, covid restaurant it sounds like a word, covid yeah. restaurant yeah anyway um we were there for our wedding anniversary uh, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and the chef uh it was a polish guy i believe by his accent he didn't speak swedish um and he was obviously battered right whilst operating the grill and it was it was it was good fun because he was stood there drinking from a paper mug and knowing what i know from the industry i knew that that wasn't just like some orange cordial in there no um and the fact that he was quite loud and was staggering around a bit also gave me a little hint um but yeah anyway so they're they're involved um in this thread that i'm going to read go on then so just around the corner from where we have our small cafe Mm -hmm. uh there's a couple of paddle courts and a mini golf and they're by they're run by a guy called peter paddle okay can you just very quickly explain to our non- scandy listeners what paddle is paddle is a i think it originated in spain it's like a sort of combination of squash and tennis so you have glass walls a net in the middle you play as doubles and you yeah you play in a sort of tennis style fashion but you can play off the backboard or the sideboard as well cool all right thank you carry on all right so peter paddle also has a small kitchen uh, serving burgers and wraps. And yesterday he put up a picture of some fish and chips. Okay. And he said fish and chips. And they looked, the picture was lovely. It was like really nicely battered fish, some some uh, chips in sort of fake newspaper in a, in a basket. Yeah. And it had the so fish and chips, 14 pounds. In comes spiteful Steve okay and he wrote not for that price (laughs) just don't buy it then steve yeah 
uh, Grillmaster Gabby has come in, yeah. and she has written this. Uh, let me see. Uh, Steve, my guess is that you don't even know what the price is or what the cost to run the place is, but you still want to express some strange dissatisfaction without a reasonable basis and zero interest in becoming a guest. I think the guys who run the paddle and mini golf give life to the island, are super dedicated, create jobs and should be praised. I'm 100% behind Grillmaster Gabby at this point. Yep. No, I mean, she's clearly come in for some stick in the past. So yeah. when this when this happens, she's she's feeling it as well. I but, think it's probably easier to defend someone else. You're probably on a firmer footing coming in and defending someone else than you are defending yourself. Like if someone yeah. slags your restaurant off and you start getting into this tit for tat, you look petty and small minded, you know, just rise above it. But Absolutely. this is her opportunity to come in at someone else's aid and say, look, spiteful Steve. Sorry, your mother didn't love you. <laughs> <laughs> or ever buy you fish and chips. I, I want to know what. Is it, does 14 pounds i mean so i've given you a description of the dish does 14 quid sound like an expensive fish and chips we're in the archipelagos it's it's an it's an affluent uh environment to be in having been to to stockholm on a number of occasions to to see you if someone charged me as little as 14 pounds for anything <laughs> for anything i would bite the hand off I couldn't, but when you said it was fourteen pounds, I couldn't believe how cheap it was. No, I, I think it's reasonable. They do hamburgers there, like smash burgers, mm. and like the first week I had a smash burger, and I think I paid fourteen, fifteen pounds for it. Oh, it was reasonable. It was a good burger. You get chips. You get chips with that. Uh, no, you had to buy chips on the side actually. See that? Ah, yeah, that, that's annoying. I hear what you're saying. I also. They also charging for sauce, like dips, right? Ketchup. So what I did was I I knew what I was doing. I I uh, I paid for my burgers, paid for my beers, paid for the kids' meals and all that, of course. Um, come to about I don't know sixty quid or whatever, and I walked back to the table and then I went back up to them and said, "Can I have some ketchup?" Yeah, and, and they were like, "Sorry, oh, I forgot it's... to order ketchup." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I knew what I was doing. I just didn't yeah. want to pay it. I thought I'd already gone too far with my spending at that place. Anyway, despiteful uh, Steve just like does he just duck out of this now? Oh, Gabby's no. done me. I look a fool. And is that no. this thread over? No, it's not at all. Uh, so Peter Paddles come in and said, yeah. "Thanks, Grillmaster Gabby. Completely yeah. correctly stated. There's a lot required for the business to go around. I think it's I think it's great you've got your restaurant working." Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of a love in there now. Yeah, also a little veiled dig that last year it was shit. <laughs> Grillmaster Gabby. <laughs> Grillmaster Gabby came in and went, "You smash it, and you are great." Are these two at it? I don't know. It does sound a bit naughty, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but when 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 you reference that she fucked up, I said it was so bad when we went there that. I I was I stood in the door waiting to be like acknowledged. People were so scared to look at people who were stood there waiting. 
Nobody even said, oh, welcome. We'll be there. 20 minutes I stood there and I went, that's it. I'm done. I was so angry. I said to my wife, I'm, I'm going to write them an email and offer to work a Friday night and, and steer this ship in the right direction just because it's so annoying that they're so bad at what they do. I didn't. With <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that. <laughs> yeah. oh, boy, that sums you up. Yeah. Oh, well, here we go. So uh, Spiteful Steve is back. Okay. And if you remember uh, Grillmaster Gabby's first question, which was, my guess is that you don't even know the price. Yep. He's written down £14. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's creeping up in my estimation. Just to prove that he does know the price. Yeah. TripAdvisor Terry comes in. Oh, okay. 25 quid in London. Thanks, Terry. Yeah. <laughs> Grillmaster Gabby's come back and said, I have a recipe for fish and chips. Um, and then she's done the recipe and she's written, buy white fish, four fillets, about 11 quid. Defrost fish, marinate fish, around 15 minutes in 10% salt solution. Buy egg, flour and panko, bread the fish, buy frying oil, buy fries, buy mayo, pickles, curry and capers if you so wish. Make sauce, buy lemon, try fish and chips. Sorry, fried fish and, fi- fish and chips. Yeah. And she says, and it has to be prepared whilst not burning the building down, served to the guests and then also take care of the washing up. Good luck. Good luck with what? Good luck with oh, doing what? That. She's suggesting to um, Spiteful Steve that he goes and does it himself. Yeah. And then well, basically. Whilst, whilst I would say showing off a little bit. Yeah. I know she's, I know she's you know, trying to stick up here for Peter Paddle, but she's beginning to grate on me a little bit. She's definitely spiralling out of control of the situation. Like yeah. she's just, uh, like I said, like she's not very good at what she She's good at the grilling bit, but the rest of it, I haven't, there's no evidence to suggest that she is, you know, a decent restaurateur. But if if I were, and I I don't want to um, preempt what Peter Paddle might say, but I'm going to. If I uh, if I spiteful Steve, sorry, if I spiteful Steve, I'd say, well, I presume you don't buy four fillets at a time. I presume you buy as a restaurant fifty fillets at a time, therefore buying them far far cheaper. Yeah, I mean, she's she's clearly trying to be sort of sarcastic in in her veiled, uh, you know, smart arseness. Yeah, um, we get it, right? We understand that there's a lot more going into making fish and chips than, you know, just plating them up and yeah. charging you're forty not just, quid. You're not just paying for the meal, are you? You're paying for the no, you're time. Paying for you're service. paying for the staff. You're paying for. You're you're paying for the fact that you don't have to wash up. You're paying yeah. for the fact, and no, like you said the before, venue. no one, yeah, no one's asking him to go there. But at the same time, he's put it out on a, a social media forum, and spiteful Steve has every right to come in and comment, and he's not for that price. Hmm? Maybe he wants to pay more. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, wise ass Wendy comes in. Right. Jessica, you have to buy a whole lemon, about one pound. You can get it cheaper, but then you have to buy two. Hey. 
Uh, you've just given Grillmaster Gabby's name away as well, which I like. Oh. <laughs> Not Grillmaster, Grillmaster Gabby, you have to buy a whole lemon, about one pound. Yeah. You can get it cheaper, but then you have to buy two. Okay, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Oh, so you... Well, she's talking about to, scaling up. The more lemons you buy, the cheaper yeah, yeah, they'll become. Yeah. Okay. And also, it says, I mean, you could always skip the lemon bit. That's just to go on the side. Yeah. Or you That's could a just to- buy totally a lemon. Pointless, yeah. Totally pointless comment. Uh, incomes positive penny. Mm. Yummy. New new comment from positive penny. I love October and November. <laughs> and that was the end of that, Fred. <laughs> What? Why did she think to mention October, November? Is it when, when all the that's when all the Stockholmers and non-Islanders leave the island, right? Or there won't be any of them there. You, I was thinking actually after our chat maybe last week or the week before, and you were talking about how batshit crazy the Islanders of Bleeder are, you know, the mm. the long-termers, and I thought to yeah. myself. Doesn't your father-in-law live there all year round? Yeah, he does. <laughs> and you know what? I mean, this is going out, and people who know me and him will listen to this. I wouldn't call him batshit crazy at all, but he doesn't like me. Doesn't like you? No, no. I, okay. I mean, I had my suspicions for a long time, um, and I thought I really haven't done anything to. Apart from like, I mean, obviously, like got his daughter pregnant after like three weeks yeah. that, that was a long time ago but yeah it was nearly 20 years ago obviously so well not obviously for listeners but yeah it was nearly 20 years ago so it's not like i ducked in and ducked out and i'm just like knocking around to hang out with the kids but yeah no we were having din- i told you we had a uh, dinner out on the uh mainland with some friends mm. we were sitting in a bar uh just by next to the restaurant it's just give you an example of where I'm at in terms of like my relationship with my stepfather or father-in-law, sorry. And he was with us and Sarah's friends and their kids were with us and our kids. And uh, the a friend of uh, my father, father-in-law's come over and he introduced everybody and he said, oh, here are my grandchildren. Here's my daughter. No, here's my daughter and her children. Here's her fr- childhood friend, Suzanne, and her friend, her boyfriend, her husband, Stefan, and mm. their children. And didn't introduce you? I was sat there in front of him the whole time. <laughs> Did you introduce yourself? No, I just looked around the table and started laughing. But that, that laughter was basically a defence mechanism to cover up the, the hurt that I was feeling. I joined a, um, because I'm proactive on this, um, so I'm sorry for your um, hurt, by the way, but this isn't a therapy pod, so I'm going to move on. I I have, because I'm proactive and like to do a bit of work on this pod, I, I joined a group this week called Blida Nal Isolen. Um <laughs> Do you want me to tell you what you're trying to say? Yeah. Nel Isolen. Nel Isolen? No, Nel. Nel? 
I'm probably not the right person to be correcting you <laughs> okay, on your pronunciation. Kneli Solan. It means Knell is like whining, whining in the sun. And the reason okay. that and I'd never heard about this group before until you, you know, I, I was I thought it was hilarious that you were at the top of like the new welcomed guests in this group. Because <laughs> yeah, there's well, a welcome there's, to our new members, Neil McDermott. Yeah. And then a load of Swedish people. Um, the reason that it's called Canelli Solen is that there's uh, another Facebook page which everyone uses and has about 9000 followers and it's called Earn Isolen. And oh. it's like, I earn is island, island in the sun. This is oh. whining in the sun. So it's a little bit okay. of a play on that. Right, well, that's exactly what it is. I haven't had the chance to to trawl through it looking for gossip from the island, but there was one bit because it you can auto translate it. So there, there was just one bit that I liked. So the comment was, is it just me who is surprised that pedestrians don't know which side of the road to go on? Still feels like a pretty important detail if you want to avoid accidents. Um, and then there was this one comment that I liked. Some people want to live dangerously and get in the traffic, get in the traffic, get in the back traffic instead. What cardboard heads? Is cardboard <laughs> is cardboard heads uh, a big never, insult? insult? No, nah, I've never, never heard of cardboard heads before. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll keep an eye. I'll keep an eye on that group. But yeah, you do also that fucking by, paper, paper head. <laughs> toilet roll paper face. face i have been out on patrol in the village this week and i don't know if you look at our socials but while out on patrol in the village making sure that there aren't any crisis unfurling that i need to to help resolve i saw an amazing sign that somebody had printed out and laminated and stuck on their fence it says dear neighbors someone not us has been slowly cutting our hedge away we're not sure why if there is a problem with the hedge please do come and chat with us as we'd love to know what it is otherwise we'd love this to stop thank you that's nice or not what would you do if you came out and someone was chopping your hedge away if i came out and actually caught them chopping my hedge yeah I'd, I'd probably say, what the fucking hell are you doing? <laughs> Leave my bush alone. Um, but well, I, I thought that was so English as well. Like That's a really English response to that. Yeah, that's what I meant. It was nice to mm. hear that kind of response. Like, you won't get that in many other places, I don't think. No, if there's Countries. a problem, come and check. I bet the mystery hedge trimmer, though, wouldn't have the balls to go and talk to them. No. Well, why? How much did you see? Like, did the book, did the hedge look like it had been trimmed in a, in a professional way or was it just? It is being butchered in a haphazard manner. <laughs> yeah. So. I wonder, like, if this has happened just like on a is it happening on a regular basis from the well, sound of the, 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 the note that was put up? I can only think that somebody has walked down. It's on a little footpath. Um, I can only think that someone's gone down that footpath and maybe snagged their jacket or something on the hedge. Mm. Um, I think I've spoken before. If I stub my toe on something, I want to pick up whatever it is I've stubbed my toe on and smash the shit out of it while screaming. That's my reaction to 
to toe stub. Blame the thing I've stubbed my toe on rather than blaming me for stubbing my toe on the thing. So I wonder if someone's walked past this, let's say they've got a nice new jacket, snagged their new jacket on the hedge and it's unravelled a bit and they've thought, I'm going to go home, I'm going to get some hedge trimmers and just cut this fucking thing down. Yeah, no, I I have that reaction all the time, the same as what you just described. Like yesterday, I smashed my shin on one of the wooden steps at the summer house. So now when the kids walk down, they fall because there's like a step missing. Well, because you smashed the step. I smashed it to bits, yeah. That's, I mean, that's proper anger management issues. Well, my ankle was bleeding from my ankle, (laughs) my shin, my shin bone was bleeding. What did you smash it with? Did you stump up and down on it like Rumpelstiltskin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, use what, like my heel smashing into it. <laughs> oh, dearly. Um, should we Listen. move on to the actual thread, though, at the village this week? Yeah, go for it. Um, it start, you had a Wendy in your thread, didn't you? Um, I did, and, yeah. And, and uh, this, this, wise-ass Wendy. Wise-ass Wendy. Well, this, this thread starts with Wendy winch pants. Um, and it says, just had a new every driver, Graham, knock and run, double exclamation mark. Um, every are a parcel delivery service um, okay. in in the UK. Um, okay. I heard a noise, so ran out, parcel at door. He was sat in his car, so I'm afraid he got a right telling off. I said, you didn't ring the bell. He just left a parcel at the door, close to the road, etc., and left it. I said, Andy is amazing. He said he was covering for Andy, but my neighbour said Andy had been to her earlier. The parcel should have been delivered last night, but he obviously had too many parcels, so it wasn't. Rant over, but these drivers need to know it's not acceptable to just prop parcels up against a door. Wow. Is it not, though? Is it not acceptable? Well, I want to come in, and I don't often... In my colours to the mast, now my colours to the mast this early in a thread. But I want to come in here with a go fuck yourself, Wendy. Because let's look at the evidence. (laughs) Wendy wanted a parcel delivered. Yeah. Wendy got a parcel delivered. Yeah. Wendy wanted it quickly. You know, it should have been delivered last night. But in fact, it was delivered the next day. But clearly, it's important to Wendy that the parcel comes quickly. This guy is trying to be efficient in his parcel delivery service. Not knocking on the door and waiting for someone. He's knocking, leaving it, getting out of there, getting on to the next person that wants their parcel quickly. Yeah. And furthermore, furthermore, Wait. I'm going oh, to oh, I'm oh, going to oh, add oh. another bit here. All right, go on. She's already confronted this person. So she's gone up to the car and given him a telling off. There's no need whatsoever for this then to appear on Facebook. No, there's not. And well, we don't know his reaction. We don't know whether he turned around and told her to fuck off. Mm. So you've got your parcel. He might have said exactly what you just said. You wanted a parcel. You got a parcel. Maybe, I don't know what she's ordered. Yeah. Maybe it was very important to her that it came like last night. It might have been something, you know, that she wanted to use at night. We could use it in the daytime if you're guessing what I'm guessing on, you know, I'm thinking. No, elaborate. It might have been a vibrator or a dildo. (laughs) 
<laughs> a, a pleasure oh, yeah. of some description. Yeah. And that's why she's uh, a bit aggy. And maybe that's why she, yeah, she needs to sort of, I'm not going down this road where I'm going to say no, what I was about to say. No. So, but, so let's break it down. We'll go through it. I heard can I just say, I had a parcel, I ordered a book mm. and I had it delivered by Amazon. Yeah. And it was pissing down with rain. He yeah. left the parcel on the floor. There's a step just underneath the veranda. And he left it on the step, like outside of the veranda's cover. Right. Took a picture of it, and mm. you could see me in the background on the sofa. <laughs> through the window right watching tv yeah and nothing i didn't get a notification or anything so the next morning i opened up the thing and this guidebook that i bought was mm. sopping wet and ruined and i was like this is a disgrace that he i mean if he propped it up against the door that would have been one thing i would have been like oh cool my book's here i, I really don't give a shit if it came last night or this morning i've now got what i needed yeah but the fact that he's taken a picture of it and left it in the pouring rain when he could have just done a little ding dong. He, I mean, a, a knock and run isn't a problem in that situation, especially was when you can raining, see me. Was it raining when he left it? The picture clearly shows the book w with rain. Drops of rain on it. Or, or the fact that it's wet from rain, yeah. Can he be responsible for the system not working? So from his side of things, he takes the photo, uploads it on his little handheld thing, yeah that's that's his job done is he responsible for you not getting yeah, the notification maybe maybe not who knows i didn't go into that much detail i just wrote mm. back to them saying this is i need a new book yeah this is what it looks like this is what's happened uh idiotic of the guy but he's responsible for not putting the book under cover when totally there was agree. clearly cover for him to put it under that's sloppy delivery you know, what do you think Wendy Winkens would have thought about that? I think that really would have fucking grinded her gears, boiled her piss. That would have really upset her. Tipped her over the edge. But um, did anybody respond? Well, Dirty Deborah came back in. So let me, I'll just go. Um, so I heard a noise and ran out, blah, blah, blah. I got right telling off. I said, he didn't ring the bell. He just le left a parcel at the door close to the road, etc. And left it. OK, so he said that twice. Um, I said, Andy is amazing. He said he was covering for Andy. But my neighbour said Andy had been to her earlier. OK, so a lot of Andy talk here. So Dirty Deborah comes in and says, I totally agree. I have Andy, too. He goes above and beyond. What the fuck is Andy doing to these dirty housewives? I, I, I like it. Huh? Uh, Gail, Gail Groomer comes in um, and she says, Oh, I know Dirty. Uh, I know uh, Dirty Deborah. He gets a Magnum ice cream if hot. Uh, oh. <laughs> what is a Magnum ice cream um, code for? I don't know. Look it up on Urban uh, <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Dictionary. So what are these uh, these housewives at home ordering these things willy nilly so that they get a visit from from Andy? From Andy. Well, what are, what are they ordering like so often that they can get a what is the uh, why aren't they using Amazon? 
what's uh, what's so special about this? What's it well, called? Uh, every they're big. Every. They've got like big agreements with. So if you get something from an H and M, for example, it comes from every. Hmm. Okay. Um, you'll like this one. Norman Nationalist comes in. Yeah. We got parcel folk as bad in Littleport. Non-local other night, rang bell, pushed box at me, started walking away. No name, check anything. Same house number, but completely wrong road and postcode and name. Yeah, I'm with him on this one. You're right, I did like it. No, hold yeah. on, hold on. I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it back because I think you've missed something. So we got parcel focus bad in Littleport. Then he said, non-local other night, rang bell, pushed box at me and started walking away. <laughs> yeah, I don't like having to deliver other people's mail. Non-local. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you think he meant local to Littleport? <laughs> Yeah. Or do. do you like, think he meant local to these shores? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, if we're going to spice it up, then I'll say he's definitely meaning like he wasn't. He didn't look Caucasian, maybe. Yeah, I'd say. That what do you think? Means. I, I that I think that's what he means. Because yeah. why? Why? Just why put in non-local, non-local? It's such a, do you know, do you know, this is why he's done it, because we're asking the question out loud. Does he mean non-local to these shores, as in of yeah. foreign origin? Yeah, European. As Mark in non-English. Or, I mean, I can't. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, or does, or, but his defence could always be, uh, not no, local I mean, to Littleport. No, he, he, he wasn't from Littleport. What are you talking about? I'm not a racist like that. Um, but yeah, if somebody jumped on it and said, "Yeah, they're they're the worst," he'd go, "I know." He'd be well happy yeah. that he had support for. That's can how you, I read the situation. I can tell you how you can tell if someone's non-local to Littleport. Oh. They don't have webbed hands and feet. There's so much um proper Finland, that is. Real yeah, Finland. Power in the sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um hello um, to all our little port listeners. My dad lives in Fakenham and he mm. took me to some like second hand antique place and I witnessed um the offspring of um what I presume would be two people who maybe brother and sister were related before they got married yes and this person didn't really have a mouth but had a when he spoke there was a tongue in his ear <laughs> there wasn't there was what so if you there looked was. at him no no if no, you there looked was. at him let me finish because you're being no. ridiculous if you no, 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 stood no. looking at I him don't... profile from his profile yeah, I know so you're looking at the side, side of his head. Yes, I know what profile means. But when this creature spoke, a tongue moved in his yep. ear. Didn't yep. happen. It did happen. Uh, my wife was there. My brother was there. And my dad was there. And at least, and my dad probably won't remember it, but at least 
my brother and my wife would. And when I say tongue, I don't mean like a proper great big like. I just mean like maybe the size of your your thumbnail, like a flap of sort of tongue skin. No sort mouth. Of like, the mouth was sort of like I can't show the listeners, but it was sort of it was almost as if it didn't exist apart from a small hole, like right. a straw-sized hole. It was like like that so it's sort of to the side but when he spoke right the little thing the little tongue in his ear flapped around no it didn't it did it did it really did <laughs> it did because <it> <laughs> i was the dad, right i was in this auction my dad loves going to the auction places and uh, secondhand stores and antiques right so we went along with him just to sort of amuse him and um I was just like, oh, God, I don't want to get, I don't want to be here. It's so fucking, like, depressing. It's so, like, boring. And then I stumbled across this bloke. And me and my brother were walking behind, like, him and the person he was with. I think it might have been his dad. And we were laughing so much at it. And my dad then cottoned on to what was going on. And he he said, okay, we're leaving. And that was (laughs) how we got out of being in the auction store. Lionel that, Loser comes that in. That happened. That happened. True story. Based on true events. Lionel Loser comes in and he says, you can write reviews on them and they get acted on, especially if you follow up. And Wendy Wingepants says, thanks, Lionel. Done. Paula so Parcel, Wind, Wendy Wingepants has, she's angry about, it's, her her anger stems from the fact that She's not been, when people get angry, right, I word yeah. this out, or upset or disappointed, mm. it's because expectations haven't been met. Correct. That's always the case. So if she expected to just get a book at some stage and that was it, this wouldn't be an issue. All he she's expected. Not, all she's after ex- is a knock on the door. Yeah. He expected to be able to do this and get on with his day without having to deal with all this drama. The delivery yeah. guy that's not Andy, right? Yeah. So expectations haven't been met on either side. He's not making a big deal out of it that we know about, but she is. Yeah. Wendy is is angry because she had other expectations which weren't met. Wendy's had but, her parcel delivered. She's gone out and bollocked the guy for delivering yeah. the parcel. She's come on Facebook and complained about him and the company. And then yeah. someone said he can write a review. Then she's gone on and written a review, which essentially would say, I got my parcel delivered, but I wasn't happy in the, about the manner in which it was delivered. Yeah. <laughs> then she's gone back out and said, thanks, Lionel. Done. Yeah. Just to done. confirm that like, I've taken your advice. I am going to be a small minded little twat of a woman. Yeah. Paula yep. Parcel comes in. I had a parcel left today on the doorstep in clear view of passing cars stroke pedestrians. Just grateful it was still there when I got home from work. The email said note left through letterbox. Parcel left in safe place. Neither, actually. Well, I'm going to pick you up on one of those fucking things, Paula. Must have been pretty safe because it was there when you got home. Safest place for it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh dear. I don't know. I mean, that would annoy me. That would yeah. annoy me if I mean you'd you'd be grateful that it, that's how I would behave as well. I'd come home go, Oh, I can't believe that. The parcel's fucking there, but you know, it could have been nicked. No, that's not how it's done. And my wife would be stood there going, Well, I don't know what your problem is, you've got your parcel. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 and then, you know. 
for living in the past? Um, Richard Reason comes in. He says, Wendy, if you got paid 60p per parcel, you might not always be inclined to go the extra mile with customer service. Is that how much they get paid? Mm. Yeah, you'd want to definitely be smashed. How many parcels do you have to deliver to make a decent hourly wage? Uh, well, what's the minimum wage? Ten pounds is minimum wage ten fifty an hour. I don't know. So let's say, hold on, I'm going to do a bit of maths here on my calculator. So uh, 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 divided by sixty, seventeen and a half parcels. So ask that. In an hour, like, you've got to do about, and a half It's just under three parcels, so it's just under three parcels every ten minutes. It's exceed divided by seventeen point five. Yeah, I don't know why I've done that. I've, I've done some maths there. I don't know what, but basically you've got to deliver about eighteen parcels an hour. Yeah. To get to get ten pound fifty. Yeah, so it's about three every ten minutes. You. You'll be lucky if you get a few on the same street. Yeah. But the thing is, even what we've done here now means that even if he does one hour of parcel delivering, he's still got another seven and odd hours yeah. to be smashing out the same tempo. Yeah. Must be exhausting. And yeah, that's for minimum I, wage. I'll tell you what, though. I've, I don't think I've ever met a miserable postman. You've never met a miserable postman? No, no, I can't say I have either. There must be out there. The, the last restaurant I worked at, we had a guy that came in with the post, the mm. postman. He was always tanned. His yep. day was nearly done. And he was always over the moon happy, like cheerful to to being annoying. Maybe he'd been but, getting some magnums on a hot day. <laughs> maybe it was Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the, the next the next post I like. So bearing in mind, Lionel Losers last comment was you can write reviews on them and they get acted on, especially if you follow up. So right. Richard Reasons come in and said they get paid 60p per parcel, to which Lionel responds. Very valid point that most don't know. The same with DHL drivers who get paid similarly and only if they deliver no matter how many attempts. So now we suddenly delivery drivers champion. Right. Making out he knew how much they got paid. When his last comment was saying you can go online and complain about the individuals. It, the worm has turned. Yeah. The Lionel, loser Lionel, he sounds like a slippery little bastard. Yeah, he's noticed that this thread is perhaps... Heading in similar, a new direction. Similar to a recent major news story about a news reader in this country. Uh, initially, mm. there was one school of thought. And then mm. people have wet their fingers, stuck it in the air, seen which way is the wind blowing and have changed their yeah. tune. Um, and that is exactly what Lionel Lewis has done, because the next yeah. post is. On is that. Herm- no, we're not discussing that. Herman Humanity uh, comes in next and he says, try any delivery job before saying anything. So I there's mean, a bit of a yeah. bit of a trend here, a bit of movement, isn't there? Yeah. Paul, Paul I think, pussy uh, comes had, in. Oh, go on oh, then. Yeah, go on. No, 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 no. no. no I Paul just a, think that. Yeah. You... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything to say. Go on. <laughs> Paul the pussy comes in. 
She says, mine, see, mine seems like leaving them in front of the cat flap, dot, 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 dot. Helpful, exclamation mark. Plenty of reviews of the issue uh, left, but no change. Hmm. So, um, yeah. I mean, that's probably a bit annoying, but I'd imagine a cat could knock a parcel out of the way. Strange place to put it, though. Like, yes, yeah. I mean, it's he's a lack assuming, of thought there. He's assuming that um, they won't open. They don't. He's probably trying to be helpful. He's probably thinking, I don't have to. Open, they don't have to open the door. They can just stick their hand through the cat flap <laughs> and get this parcel in. Yeah. Um, cat flaps. Cat flaps. <laughs> Ivan, irrelevant question comes in next. Um, wasn't driving a white transit by any chance? Question mark. Mm, yes. So what? Well, no. He's a fucking so delivery driver. <laughs> uh, so highly likely. No, he's on a tandem. <laughs> it's not a unicycle. <laughs> he had a red squeaky nose as well. Yeah. Uh, Fiona Flower comes in. I had a delivery of flowers in a big Waitrose box left in full view by our front door on Saturday. Um, I'd just like to presume there, not stolen. Yeah, she would have added uh, that. Another safe delivery. Uh, Doreen Dreamer comes in. If only all every drivers were as kind and considerate as Andy. Fuck off. A fourth. (laughs) Yeah, let's come in and uh, we. I'll tell you what. We need I know to get on. I I know you've got a lot on your plate, Neil. But I think what would help this pod is if you got in touch with Andy. Mm. Well, I'll just get something delivered from every. Nope, it's him. Uh, what we need is you to do that. And also, I think maybe you should uh, definitely not give up on the first. How many, how many, like, just order something. Order something, see if it's him. If it's not, order something else. Yeah. Yeah, I so, will. So next week we'll be talking about Andy, okay? Okay. We we'll see that? what happened. And is then the, the, the thread is ended by um, a lady called Anne T. Amazon. Um, and she comes in and says, Andy is very efficient, but as to Amazon drivers, I despair. I have often complained to Amazon and the drivers themselves if I can catch them. I saw one just taking a parcel round to my back door without even without (laughs) even trying the front. Because COVID allowed them to avoid knocking, they all think they can keep it up. How many times have you had a photo of proof of delivery? Only it's your parcel, but not your doorstep. Never. I've never had that. And I am aware it's happened to people. Mm. I, can ima- I can imagine it does happen. Yeah. But, uh, but, no. but I've also had uh, the other day I had to walk up the street and deliver someone's mail that Royal Mail had delivered to me by accident. You know, in the sorting office when the postman gets there, bundling all this stuff up and they think, I'll do this in order. Yeah. So something just gets in the wrong uh, mistakes happen accidents happen yeah. is there like i said before i i'm not a massive fan of having to deliver other people's mail for them like it's been delivered to the wrong address mm. uh it sounded like you would do that without complaint 
Yeah, I would. It gets me to leave the house. But what I would say, um, and you will find this odd, I've got a bit of a I don't like hosting things. I don't like putting I, I don't like it. It freaks me out. I don't like putting letters in post boxes or things like that. I really don't like it. If I can avoid it, I'll get someone else to do it. <laughs> what about posting letters into the Royal Mail post box? No, that's it. That's particularly bad. What? What are you worried like, about? I don't know. I really don't like that transaction of putting it in and then it's in and it's gone. What the listeners don't know is that you don't like having your knees touched. No. And I, I love touching your knees. The reaction's hilarious. <laughs> but do you like sort of scrunch your body up into itself, like in a fetal position, but still sitting and mm. sort of like getting angry and then you get up and then you 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 become aggressive do you behave the same way when you're when you're uh when you're posting something no it just gives me the shivers i don't like i just don't like doing it if if someone goes out and says can you post that letter today it kind of plays (laughs) on my mind a bit that i've got to go and post that letter you have anxiety about it all day Yeah. yeah i don't like it okay is that weird yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing normal about that. Yeah. There was like, is there no loss that past trauma that you've been through that that maybe explains? Maybe you put your fingers somewhere you shouldn't have. I once, um, because I get myself in a bit of a tizzy about it. Once when I was working in an office in town, um, mm. someone said, "Oh, can you just pop out and post those letters?" And I went out down this busy shopping street to do it, and wasn't thinking, and I put them in a bin. You know the bins that have like the little slots like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I've got to post these letters, got to post these letters, and just posted them into this bin. I was like, fuck, I've just put them in a bin, and then I had to, in the street, like be leaning into the bin, getting my arm in this bin to get these letters out and go and paste. Ah <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I don't know what to say about that. But yeah, it's interesting that you don't yeah. like posting stuff. I immediately yeah. started thinking, how can I get you to post something? <laughs> Uh, listeners, if you don't like posting things, then let us know. <laughs> Just a little quirk, you know, we're all different. We are. Yeah, yeah. we are. Yeah, more so. Yeah, no, it's nice to be different. Mm. Have you got any plans for this week, Lee? Um, do I have? No, not really. Um, no, I'm sort of uh, saving myself. We're going on holiday in a couple of weeks, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, actually, that was one thing I wanted to touch on, which really made me laugh um, in our correspondence this week. So yesterday, I mean, this podcast may sound thrown together, but yesterday morning I was I sent Lee a message at 11.46 to say, just prop, just prepping the podcast. You're getting a bit of a roasting at the start. Um, and at 11.47, so a minute later, so I've just sent Lee a message saying I'm prepping the podcast. A minute later, in response to that message, Lee says, <laughs> I am so ready for holiday. Flights booked, house booked, car hire reserved, airport car parking booked, VIP airport lounge reserved, holiday wardrobe bought. I full stop am full stop ready exclamation mark. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I am in holiday mode. Yeah. So I'm sitting there prepping the podcast, looking for threads. And your response is 
everything you've planned for holiday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing sums up this relationship more than that one minute <laughs> of time, I don't think. I'm looking forward to seeing you and, and spending time together and sitting around a pool having a cold beer, like uh, wrote, like getting annoyed with each other's playlists and mm. touching your uh, knees. Touching your knees, just sort of leaning across, touching your knee. And yeah. um, making you put the keys back in the safety box <laughs> when we leave mm. the house. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe uh, not. And then going down to the local taverna to drink some. Uh, what are we? What's the local? Uh, Mythos, I think. Mythos. Is, Mythos and, or uh, Alpha. Alpha. And uh, is it Metaxa? They oh, like Metaxa, drinking in Greece. Yeah. 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 The brandy, like a kind of sweet. And they yeah. do it in a star system, don't they? So, I was just about to say yeah. that. The more stars, the better it is. Yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. Mm. Yeah. We'll have to do a bit of podcast promotion while we're there, and then maybe we can get some. Greek, Greek listeners. Greek listeners, yeah. Maybe we can do. We, we probably have to record one when we're out there, won't we? We might have to, yeah. Oh, and we're going to do a bonus episode soon, listeners, with Joel. He's sent a funny thread today that he thinks will be good from carrying on with the feature. Struth, mate, what's going wrong in Geelong? Um, because that seemed to upset Joel when I suggested that as a feature. Um, so until next time. Uh, thanks for listening as ever hit us up on socials share our socials lee when i put something on socials can you share it is that too much to ask Uh, link me i'll share it definitely i'm ready for this okay good so until next week everyone lee thanks again for your time and your input um, and your cantankerousness you're very Um, welcome Uh, it's been a pleasure you, I'm going off to watch the Wimbledon final. It's 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes into it. I want to go and yeah. want to go and watch it. I'm going to go and play paddle. Mm. Well, enjoy. Uh, yep. Say hello to Peter Paddle for me and enjoy your fish and chips. Will do. Thank you very much. Now, take care. Bye. Bye. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis.